0: Only on 3CR 855am digital and 3cr.org.au. 3CR 855am digital, 3cr.org.au. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan, a show covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. And thanks to the crew from Out of the Blue, diving deep for the marine news as they do every Sunday from 11.30 till noon. Um, 3CR, proudly, 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 let's start that again. Third time lucky, proudly broadcasting from the lands of the original inhabitants and we pay respects to elders past, present and emerging And also acknowledge our lesbian, gay, bi, trans, intersex and queer original inhabitants for their unique contributions to diversity and intersectionality on and around the lands. Welcome to listeners of all genders, including but not limited to ladies and gentlemen. I'm Sally Goldner with you for the next hour playing a great range of pansexual music knowing no boundaries of sex, gender or genre, including but not limited to classic rock and country and western music of three kinds. Uh, opened up today with Heading for the Light um, from the Travelling Wilburys album of the late 80s, um, and the, I opened up with that for lots of reasons. Um, hopefully light does mean some warmth, um, and know, um, yeah, sort of, gosh knows, I know it's Melbourne, but we talk about these things, it's been a bit chilly, and it's, as as a. a. Milne would have said via Winnie the Pooh, for lo, the wind was blusterous, and it has been, and all that sort of thing. But um, heading for the light in lots of ways. Um, you know, I've got to say I had a very wonderful weekend up in Sydney last weekend now. Um, as my, in my best Bill Laurie voice, yes, I'm a Victorian. But I do, I have to say, um, had a great time up there. Lots of things to talk about. Um, and, well, one of which was on the Friday night before I, the main reason I was up there, which I'll talk about later, a um, couple of wonderful friends and I went um, went to an event Called queer stories, and you might say, "What's that about?" And thankfully, it's an easy answer: it's queer people telling their stories. Anyone anyway, to think there was logic to some of these things? Sometimes, goodness me, gotta say it was really, really good. And it, as much as I, you know, can sit here and say, "Yes, I'm a Victorian Sydney," you got one on us, thanks to the fabulous Maeve Marsden, is the main organizer of it. Maeve is a cabaret performer who, as you as you would expect, is off at the Edinburgh Festival, but um, and is doing a show about gin. Uh, As you do, um, have a hope you've got some tonic to go with it if that's your fancy, shaken not stirred, money penny, Um, that sort of gin. But anyway, um, the host for the night was the one and only Monique Shafter, who's done great work. Works on the Seven Thirty Report for the ABC, but a great range of stories, Um, moving, you know, honest, but with hope and recovery And, and. just gets me thinking, you know, how much we need them. Some of the stories, just to name a few, um, a person who was um, hearing and speech impaired, who got someone else to read out their, his I'll say his story first. I'm pretty sure used male pronouns, um, and then Oslander himself. Now, there's some diversity for you. I'm working on how we can do this on radio. I'm not quite sure. I've got to chat to 3CR's management about that. Seriously, it is an issue. I know people um, have, are aware of this show and we can't do transcripts all the time. And I wish I had an answer for you. Um, so if anyone has some free, easy-to-operate software that could help me, um, please let me know. Um, and you can do that by all the usual modern means of communication. Um, out of the pan855 at gmail.com. Text on the new number six one four five six seven five one two one five, tweet at Salgo Gold said so, and look for the posts on Facebook. Um, out of the pa- um, on three CR out of sorry out of the Pan three CR eight five five A Melbourne, and on my own page. So um, yes, um, so that was one such story. There was a story of a queer painter from. Um, the Northumberland region of England, and I can't quite repeat in the Northumberland accent what, what he said. Uh, Hello, Darryl, how are you? Or something like that. No, not quite. That was Welsh. I'm going to sound like a 2 Ronnie sketch, aren't I? But anyway, um, who talked about how, <clears throat> you know, it was very hard to express creativity when that brought up emotion and those sorts of things. Queer refugee advocate Lisa Dixon, um, who refuses to say where she's a refugee from, where we originally from, doesn't have to say fair enough. Um, so they were just some of the stories. Monique Shafter came out in soccer soccer uniform um, just to show that we've got sporty spices in the queer community. Absolutely fabulous night. Of course, the chance to buy a refreshment before, during and after. It never hurts if that's your poison. Um, and it got me thinking, you know, we just still need lots of queer stories. Now, I posted about this on Facebook, have um, given the time difference, said, yep, want to take this all around the country tight. Um, including Melbourne, I think it'd go down pretty well here, um, and I must admit, Hares and Hyenas would be at least a starting place, until we had a crowd big enough for the MCG, but it really got me thinking about the power of queer stories, you know, it just... You know, even for someone like myself, who does relatively okay as a rainbow person in 2017 Melbourne, it's still nice to get a boot, an energy boost when you hear people who have got through stuff and all the rest of it. Um, really fabulous. Um, so, you know, it got me also thinking about, you know, events in relation to this program in the last month after, and I don't want to dwell on this too much, but... The response to the shows on the Pride Centre show that there are a lot of people who are really feeling unheard out there. And, Houston, that's a problem. Now, yes, let's do queer stories in front of a live audience. Um, Happy Days is filmed in front of a live studio audience or something like that. But no, no live studio audience in here. Sometimes you might feel a bit nervous. And I still remember I was thinking about this as I drove in this morning, the first time I ever did a personal story. I did it on radio. Um fabulous person who used to do a show on Joy the Original. Um wet spot, as it was called, Yoshi Pittman, and I was barely I think I was a year um after, you know, my point of realisation and beginning to move into my direction as in terms of my danger and I think it gave me a glimpse of my future. Someone gave me a hand up. Well, I think you know I I can sit here and talk to myself for an hour. As I jokingly said a few weeks ago, I'd rather have someone in here to talk with, or even if it's on the phone. So let's do radio quiz stories. In the words of Sam Punk, this show needs to be the voice of the voiceless. We're giving you a voice. I don't care if you are moi or are. I'm indebted to my dear friend and co-founder of Trans Family, Lynette MacDonald, mum of a trans woman, who introduced me to the saying, speak even if your voice trembles. Uh, which I think is a wonderful saying, I don't care if your voice trembles, if you um and ah, um, that sort of thing, there's still too many queer stories that aren't being heard. And the original theme of this show was to be, um, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, a sort of voice for the unheard at the time. There wasn't a lot of stories of trans around. Um, So, you know, um, there's still plenty of them. Um, I still don't think there's enough trans men and non-binary stories that are out there, um, you know, bi-stories. Um, so um, people working in the sex industry, you know, um, we need that chance to get those stories out there. Um, people on the autism spectrum. So I said on today's um, Facebook posts, on recruiting queers. Well, I am. Um, we need you, we need you as... Um, We need you as the new recruits. Um, Come in and have a chat on the show. Um, As I say, by whatever means, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, as I say, whether it's by phone, about the only thing I could think of as to what we wouldn't have. Just don't defame anyone whenever you come in. Um, You know, um, just tell your story, but don't have a go at anyone else. Um, And, um, um, you know, then... um, You know, sort of um, that sort of thing. Um, You know, come in, just have a chat, tell your story. It's nice to be nice, as a friend of mine says, all that sort of thing. Just come in. We would love, um, I'd love to have your stories on the show. Let's get more voices out there because the thing that happened for me after I did, I remember that radio show. Yes, there was a slight delay because I had to affirm my gender identity, a few things had to prioritise. But I suppose it helped me realise that there was a glimpse, here is a glimpse of your future this will be your life. Um, there could be a TV show in that. Once you've done it the first time, it's not that hard. And the more personal stories we have out there, I think the better it can be. So start getting in touch with me by all the modern means of communication. I'd love to have you on the show to tell your story. And so that was the other part of heading for the light. Um, I feel like the show has the potential for extra directions. Um, You know, are you in sport? Do you do roller derby? Um, You know, are you a queer musician? Just the more the merrier. Come in and have a chat and tell us your story. Um, We'll put it in the pan and cook it up and it'll come out of the pan um, cooked just the right way. Are you a queer vegetarian? I don't know. Are you a queer meatitarian? Are you a queer fooditarian? Have you seriously had to battle with overeating, undereating? I think there are variations of both. Whatever your story is as a queer, you know, isolation is so damaging in our community. And yes, we've got internet, which, you know, at the broad brushstroke level, let's say, can bring um, bi and trans and gender diverse together. Um, You know, whatever your story is, I'd love to have you on the show. Um, So there's, um, you know, we're recruiting queers. Um, I'm, in the words of the late Harvey Milk, um, I'm here to recruit. What is it? I'm queer and I'm here to recruit you. Anyway, um, so, um, yeah, get in touch with the show. So, yeah, great event up in Sydney. Got more to talk about in Sydney. Um, Also be talking about um, um, bisexual dolphins later in the show. Um, Obviously, um, the marriage issue is hot, is pretty hot at the moment. Just give a few updates on that. Um, Looks like it could be a critical week, and that reminds me, there has been a snap emergency rally in support of marriage equality, 2pm at the State Library today. Put on your big parker or something, or cuddle up to someone close in a consensual way to keep warm, but get down there if you can. Um, It'll be a snap rally. There'll be a big pile of playing cards, and you'll have to pull out pairs or something like that. Anyway, no, nothing of the sort. Um, Well done to Ellie and the crew for organising it so quickly so critical could be a big week. We, you know, um, who knows? There's lots of analysis in both Sunday papers today, which I might touch on a bit, and a few other good points that I've seen during the week. Thoughtful points. Um, so anyway, um, yeah, two p.m. State Library. Be there or be a rhombus or something like that. Anyway, as I said, I was in Sydney last week. It wasn't so. I traveled from Melbourne to Sydney. It wasn't quite exactly these suburbs. Uh, most of my time in Sydney was in Redfern and Erskineville, but in the words of Paul Kelly, you can travel to Melbourne um, by going from St Kilda to King's Cross. Any excuse to play Paul? 3CR, AM, Digital. 3 crorgau Out of the pan with Sally. Communication mixed down. The show that takes a critical look at contemporary media. And explores the way we use communication to make sense of the world around us. From social media to citizen journalism. To the logo on the front of your favourite t-shirt. It's all part of the communication mixdown. Each week, Thursday, 6 to 6.30. Right here on 3 CR. people out there in the radio world show some love to 3cr you know and if you're listening and enjoying the programs here man great radio station it is how how it was built by community and the community ownership and that's a powerful thing to have within community. So show some love, show some support, and please subscribe. From the north to the south, to the east, to the west, let the bullet take you home. Island style, represent your soul, to the flow. Love your set, represent. Raise your pride to the sky, love it like it's the best. My power, bring it back home. Love. 3CR 855 AM three Cr.org.au and on demand out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon once again, um State Library two PM for a Snap Emergency Marriage Equality Rally. Um be there. as uh, I say, rug up or snuggle up consensually. Um we just heard from Paul Kelly from the groundbreaking post acoustic album of nineteen eighty five. Really all went on from there from Paul after a couple of good albums but didn't that didn't quite catch, of course, with the dots, including the Um, Billy Baxter on the first album Um, but um, there it was and so many of those um, songs off that first album um, which were also later on done with more electric um, and band versions such as Look So Fine and Feel So Low You Can Put Your Shoes Under My Bed Um, amazing work and White Train Um, so yep Um, Paul Kelly, he's the man Um, had some messages last week from Melina Um, sorry I wasn't in Allegedly live, um, and I might talk about exactly where I was at that time in a second. My um, asked me to talk about um, Trump, and sent us um, an email with the subject: "Is Crump a little Crump?" There was a there was a spoonerism. I would, I'm t- channeling the two Ronnies massively today. Is Crump a little crazy with his band? Let's start that again. Is Trump a little crazy with his band? I just think. Well, I don't know if he's crazy. I'm reluctant to use mental health language, but he's just. I don't know whether it's it's hard to say when where someone like Trump is almost you know doing these sort of tactics deliberately his diversion tactics whether he is who he is, and all that sort of thing but the lack of rationality behind the ban is certainly inappropriate um and also a really good article in response to my comment the issues of subconscious bias um is um, an article that Melina sent me from um, on you know is race is extreme racism a an issue and this is from a site called NCBI um, the Western Journal of Medicine um, and says it can be a delusional symptom of psychotic disorders and look let's try and work through this is any form of prejudice where someone dumps their negativity which we'll use that word broadly whether you call it fear or anything else and split hairs on words people say but i'm not afraid of homosexuals so i don't think i'm homophobic doesn't really matter about the words of course but the question is why do you have to be negative what is it in the you can't say? Well, that person's a person i'll treat them on their merits regardless of any attributes or which group they're from so a very good article here um you know, sort of um, on the Western, from the Western Journal of Medicine, about how the American Psychiatric Association has never officially recognised extreme racism as opposed to ordinary prejudice as a mental health problem, although it was raised 30 years ago, um, where a group of um, psychiatrists of colour sought to have extreme bigotry classified in that way, um, you know. the association's officials at that point rejected the recommendation, arguing that because so many... I shouldn't be laughing, it's that sort of denial reaction, my apologies, arguing that because so many Americans are racist, even extreme racism in this in the America is normative, a cultural problem rather than an indication of psychopathology. Um, so um, the DSM does not include racism, prejudice or bigotry in its text, um, so and therefore it leads psychiatrists to think it cannot and should not be treated in their patients. And we could have a long debate about the psychiatric profession and, well, dare I say, it seems to be a persistent theme, it's a subconscious bias. Um, so, and the article says, to continue perceiving extreme racism as normative and not patho- patholo- pathologic is to lend, lend it legitimacy. Uh, it scapegoats a group of people Um you know, any sorry, anyone who scapegoats a whole group of people seeks to eliminate them to resolve their internal conflict meets criteria for a delusional disorder, a major psychiatric illness. Now, the gist of that is reasonable. Why do people take, the, in plain language, why do people make themselves feel better by taking their stuff out on other people? And I believe that some of the de- delusional disorders, I do not claim to be a psychiatrist or, heaven forbid, understand the DSM, you know, are that. Um, you know, people take their stuff out on people who they perceive as somehow lesser or weaker. Hello um trans exclusionary and sex worker exclusionary radical feminists um, you know what is it about um, gender or intimacy that you don't like? Oh I've got a problem. we'll take it out on people who are okay with it um, so this article um, which was published back in two thousand and two. Um, so i don't know um has it what's changed don't know worth a thought so yeah good thanks for popping that in millennia it wasn't wasn't in live last week but um um so i couldn't get to the messages at the time and thank you for um just emailing in now scientific evidence to suggest it's medical um yeah, so lots going on what else was has been going on well, a fantastic um Story that emerged this week, Um, I was always a fan of dolphins and, well, it seems that um, there's stories emerging of a whole group of bisexual dolphins off the West Australian coast. Hello to um, bi people in Perth, including Misty Farquhar um, and all the rest over there who are doing great work. You've got um, company in the ocean. Um, And there's been quite a few stories going around the net on this and um, I've got to give credit, as they used to say in stand-up, never plagiarise other people's lines. So thank you to the nice man. I go. I knew I'd go down to major, major, not just for coffee so I can get through this show and give it all my energy. But he gave a great line. He said, no wonder Flipper was always so happy to see everyone. Ha, <laughs> ha, brilliant. Yes. I can never do that Flipper noise. Anyway, um, so, um, you yeah, know, so, um, yes, um Bisexual dolphins everywhere. Lots of stories um, about this, um, the advocate um, being just one story. But of course there is, um, we'll say, multigender attraction and um, same-sex attraction amongst the animal kingdom. Um, a, la- a large group of bottlenose dolphins have been observed engaging in same-sex activity off the coast of Western Australia. The Mandura Dolphin Research Project, and I don't know why bisexual is, in inverted commas here, Um, they spotted the acts in the Shark Bay area of Western Australia. Why are male bottlenoses so prone to engage in homosexual sex? Um, So it serves to bond the male dolphins? Hmm. How do do all those footballers celebrate goals and tries and all those sorts of things? Mm -hmm. Prepares them for courtship with female bottlenoses? Who knows? Um, Anyway... Um whatever. Yes, um always new dolphins were advanced. So yes, um um get on um um what is it as we always say in response to the critics get on the fence the view's better. Um so yes. Um good on your dolphins. Um and thank you to the nice man from Major Major both for the coffee and the humor. Former performer he said um he should still be doing it as well as making good coffee. Um but they all do. Um thank heavens for that. So, yes, um, I've got, so good yay for the dolphins. Um, and, um, yep, um, and also in relation to the subconscious bias last week, Melina said the media perpetuates these biases. Yes, got a little word to say about that um, before we get to the end of the show. Um, you know, sort of um, on some subconscious bias um, and stuff. Seems to be an emerging theme, doesn't it? Um, so, yeah, um, just Stay tuned for that one. All right. Um, well, talking dolphins, I thought, how can we do this? I dug back through my musical memories to the first ever album by Firefall in the mid-1970s. Firefall were formed by some people who used to be in the Flying Burrito Brothers, uh, music of both kinds, country and western. This one's pretty laid back, appropriately enough. It's called A Dolphin's Lullaby. 3CR, light and easy on Out of the Pan eight five five AM digital three crorgau dot AU and on demand with Sally. Three C R eight five five AM digital three Cr dot org dot AU. Out of the pan with Sally on a Sunday afternoon is the first time you hear this show. You could be listening by podcast, repeat, on demand. or however you're listening, thanks for tuning in. Well, uh as mentioned, say it again, marriage is the um Seems to be all, in the words of it's a Bill Laurie, show it's all happening. Um, looks like it uh, could be a very critical week. Um, apparently, the reason it's sort of hit this week is the um, fact that Warren Inch, the long-time supporter, I um, could say unlikely supporter of marriage equality, Mister Crocodile Hunter, as he's being called. But I have I don't want to gloat, but I've met him, and you just get this impression he's just he's a decent guy, he's sort of in the Henry Lawson tradition of your rugged Australian. Bushman, but has a, a deep thinking, deep deep heart underneath sort of thing, um, is sort of what I was reminded of. And he's apparently going off overseas to um, as some sort of UN observatory role for three months. Um, and it, that happens very soon. So we've got to get it done. Things have got to move through the reps very quickly if it's going to happen. So um, anyway, um, marriage is, um, it's all happening. Um, there's all sorts of debates, um, a post about the postal parasite, a uh, plebiscite, and, you know, I agree that you can't really do this by post, and a really good reason was posted in a letter, if they, well, I suppose it's a, a message letter, an email letter to, crikey, this during the week, someone called Reg Jones said, well, what about, you know, people of multicultural background who are more conservative, you've still got... Your eighteen plus people living at home, and they discuss things at the family table. What happens there? You know, they, the younger people might, be, you know, generally speaking, might be more in favour of marriage equality. But you know, the patriarchal type of approach thumps the table and says no, says a no vote. So yeah, totally agree that a postal vote um, is—that's another good reason it can't work. There's also been lots of debates about the legality of it. Um, But as always, Alistair Laurie, gosh, someone who um, can combine um, law, research and humanity, there's a good combination. Put a post up on the 1st of August on Tuesday, marriage equality or marriage discrimination, a simple test. And Laurie is, Alistair, sorry, is concerned about, has said, quote, is it marriage equality or is it marriage discrimination? Does the bill treat LGBTI-inclusive couples exactly the same as cisgender heterosexual couples, or will it introduce special new rights for civil celebrants and or other wedding-related businesses to discriminate against us? If it's the former, it's marriage equality. If it's not, it's lesser, it's something else. And there are reports in today's papers about Dean Smith's um, bill. And apparently there's going to be a new category, according to The Guardian, called independent religious celebrants. Well, hang on, civil celebrants, but no, they're religious civil celebrants. Um, Sorry, no. And how how will you get to, we'll say, qualify to be a religious civil celebrant? Now, I'm all for busting down binaries. I think that's not one that you can bust. You're either civil or you're religious. And as everyone who supports marriage equality has said many times, what? Who people want to marry and not marry in a religious building or religious institution totally their call nothing will change there if anything it could change because people who while they technically could marry anyone now of course there's no point in marrying a couple other than M&F by birth certificate because the moment the couple walks off um, the premises their marriage is useless and probably wouldn't be ratified by um, state and territory birth deaths and marriages anyway Um, so yeah so Alistair is quite right to ask these questions um, and puts it really well, as he does, so thoughtful. Will it treat LGBTI couples in the future differently from and worse than divorced people seeking to get remarried today? Um, you know, some people, um, and, you know, that divorce is a sin, people, you know, and divorcees should not be allowed to be remarried, according to, um, you know, some some religious buildings. Um, religious institutions and so um yet there's nothing in the proposed laws that says that a civil celebrant can refuse to uh, remarry a divorcee so yes that is a double standard well pointed out well thought out um so um you know you shouldn't be permitting sexual orientation on sexual orientation gender identity or intersex status um and as Alistair then says that, you know, so-called um, religious freedoms for that element of civil celebrants, and that's what they are, word, you know, stories about words aside, are legislating to include homo, bi, trans and intersex phobia. So we'd fight one battle and we'd still have another one to fight. And to me, there's also another angle. There are very, I can't think of any ex- um, general exceptions for, um, to, you know, sort of businesses at the moment against any anti-discrimination law, nor should there be. Um, religious institutions have them, and that's too much. We could be opening up a big can of worms if we compromise. And as Alistair says, we've waited long enough for genuine marriage equality. We shouldn't be settled or forced to settle for marriage discrimination. Um, totally so. Alastair's also put out a pretty good guide um, on his blog, net to LGBTI anti-discrimination laws. So we've got to make sure we get this done right and get it done and you know then, continue, as a, my Year 11 maths teacher used to say, tick rule off, as they used to say. It's time we ticked rule off on this. So once again, yeah, hop down to um, um, State Library 2pm if you're listening on a Sunday and you're in Melbourne um, for the SNAP Emergency Rally. All right, um, so we heard from Firefall, um, as I said, a band who... Um, formed in about 1974, and I to my surprise, I have to admit, so the 70s rock dag was still is are still going in various forms. Various people from the Flying Burrito Brothers, including Larry Burnett and Rick Roberts, were um, um, on that original album. So, um, you know, and it seems some of them are still there. So, there you go. All right, um, well, as I said earlier, wanting to. Um, stretch expand the show um by having your stories i've put it out there um we're also as we say wanting to get some marriage equality movement in here lots of people had a vision to get it done um you know we could get some movement this week you could say in the words of the hoodoo gurus they built some castles in the air 3cr 855 am digital 3cr.org.au out of the pan with sally mental health support from people who have been there. Wellways Helpline is a free and confidential service providing mental health information, support, and referral advice. All our helpline volunteers are peers, people who have lived experience of mental health issues. If you are experiencing concerns with your mental health and well-being or supporting someone who is, call Helpline on 1300 111 500. Monday to Friday, 9am till 9pm. If you don't know which way to turn or who to talk to, call us on 1300 111 500. Wellways Australia is a leading national mental health disability support and community care organisation and a 3CR supporter. This is David Rovix, and you are tuned to 3CR, 8.55 AM, Melbourne, Australia. Step three is finding there's a tactic when everyone believes it could be true. That if all the people work collectively, there just might be something we can do, and everything can change. Work together collectively, 3CR855M Digital3CR.org.au and on demand out of the pan with Sally. Yes, work collectively. Remember the call out if you have queer lived experience. Um love to have you on the show to discuss your story. Get the word out there. Connection, connection, connection. Great to hear that about term um, ways. I confess I didn't know about that. I think that we underestimate massively. The um, strength of lived experience, you know, there's a tendency, sadly, by to pathologise people, sadly, from a lot of, well, health professionals, psychology and psychiatry. Touching on what I said earlier, we could go on and on about psychiatry um, until the proverbial cows, bulls and non-gendered bovine creatures have all come home. Well, I don't want to go on too much about something else, but a couple of developments since last week, I did check back in on um, what was said very quickly on last week's show about the Pride Centre standby, a um, couple of things it seems there's been, a, whilst there's been a huge amount of support for which I'm very, very grateful for, the stance that has been taken by, um, I've taken on this show, a um, couple of people having a go at me, some saying one person said on Facebook I was, what was it, um, criticising from the sidelines, well I've been to every round of consultations, you can hardly say that. Um, interestingly, the person is strongly connected to one of the major tenants and doesn 't um, seem to be aware of their own um, conflict of interest also seems that there 's some mainstream media interest in this from sources who, in my opinion, will not be able to cover this objectively in a balanced, respectful, sensitive way. You can almost see the mainstream media headlines gaze in disarray or something, and you now this leads. Um, to do we have to respond to every media request? No. If someone sends you an email or a letter or a Facebook message and you think it's a load of rubbish, you don't necessarily have to respond. So, um, you know, the mainstream media, please butt out of um, our stuff. People, you know, we often hear people say phrases like, well, these gays don't agree on anything. No, we don't agree on everything, nor um, in the rainbow communities, and we don't have to. Heterosexuals are never told um, they have to agree on everything. Cisgender people, Christians could say liberals and nationals don't agree on everything either. So let's get away from this nonsense that's thrown at minorities. You're only allowed one opinion and every dot and comma has to line up because that is um, malarkey. Um, And it's a way of silencing minority voices on many occasions. And it's interesting how I've even had some people from cisgender gays and lesbians say transgender people have to speak with one voice. Well, yeah, Um, privilege, privilege. All right. Um, So, yes, was up in Sydney? The main purpose last week, I've got to say, I got invited to give a talk, um, thanks to the fabulous Dr. Red Ruby Scarlet, who is a consensual Facebook stalker, Um, I say that with tongue in cheek, to talk at the Social Justice in Early Childhood conference, and it was more a personal story type of um, talk rather than a, um, we'll say, a... um, uh, a, you know, technical talk on trans or buy or anything else. And I've got to say, I was really happy with it. I, and I haven't said this to anyone yet. Um, I, um, did record it, so we'll have it on a future program one week. Um, I've got to say, I'm a, i am admit to perfectionism, but I was pretty happy with it in the end. Um, so yeah. Um, really good to do that, and I suppose that's another reason why I'm asking people to tell their personal stories. Mine is mine. I'm a fifty, early 50s-year-old binary trans person. There's so many other stories, as I say, that need keep talking. But um, coming back to social justice in early childhood, they're very much about diversity and um, and, um you know, sort of, um, you know, respecting that every child needs to learn differently in lots of ways, and this is not just because of, say, cultural background or anything to do with gender, and overcoming um, preconceptions about gender. And I've got to say, doing a little bit of work with early childhood people in edu- um, as part of my diversity training, they're pretty relaxed. You know, it's sort of if a assigned male at birth kid wants to wear a tutu, um, go for it. If you know, and I'm being obviously you know, exaggeratedly stereotypical if an assigned female at birth kid wants to play with Lego, whatever, um, which is really cool. It's sort of where it often seems school is where it all starts. I often talk about my first day at an all-boys school, but even if it had been at a government school in, the, in 1970, it still might have been boys over there, girls over there for whatever reason. And, you know, that's bad enough for a binary person, but if you sort of have an indi- th- some sort of thinking you could be non-binary goodness me. So, um, yeah, um, lots um, to consider in that indeed. Um, So, yeah, really great conference, lots of great ideas, um, you know, lots of um, things. And the thing that came out of the conference and the queer stories the night before, one of the, um, it was Lisa Dixon, the um, queer refugee advocate who said, People, you know, will put up with, minority, you know, people from minority groups as long as they're sort of the still playing the victim passive. But when you get a bit too confident and assertive, that's where you get chopped down. And I mean, look at, um, you know, what we've seen in recent weeks with some people having to leave the country. Um, and frankly, well, I say to heck with that, which is why I want to just touch on the Pride Centre um apparently people are sniping about well we people should have come and spoken to us first well sorry you had your chance and if you think sniping at me is going to chop me down you better think again um so yep um don't do that one either um so i'm going to try to you know hopefully you can get onto a better track um we shall see um but um we who knows um Other things coming up this week? Well, yes, once again, at the time of the first live broadcast of this show, um, if you catch it within the next hour, you'll be fine, but thereafter, but it's got to get a mention, 2 p.m. Sunday, um, the 6th of August, um, State Library Snap Emergency Rally for Marriage Equality and sending all vibes for the best possible outcome on the issue starting this week. Of course, you know, it's got to get through what the Liberal Party and possibly National Party party rooms have to say, then it's got to get through Parliament. There's still a road ahead, but we could hopefully get over a major speed hump this week, so all the best on that. But other things happening um, at the grassroots where the growth is. Um, 8th of August, um Tuesday's the Poly Discussion Group, um, polyvic.org.au. Um, Wednesday, the Trans Anxiety Discussion Group in at Carlton. Um, um, contact Transgender Victoria on 9020464203 um, within Victoria. Bent TV um, rolling along and talking about recruiting. Well, um, Bent TV are recruiting bisexuals. Gosh, are these, are these queers? They're recruiting everywhere. I don't know. Well, we are. Bent TV are recruiting because they're going to do a film a big special in a couple of weeks in time for Celebrate Bisexuality Day. Um, if today is the 6th, I'm doing some mathematics in my head um, that tells me that we're around um, seven weeks away, if I've got that right. Yes, just under seven weeks away from Celebrate Bisexuality Day. And BET TV is recruiting bisexuals. It's just one of those things where you go into the studios and, um, you know, sort of um, do a quick sentence, you know, saying something like, hi, I'm Sally, I'm trans, I'm a WWE fan, I'm Bisexual and this is my community. Now, note we're not getting stuck on labels. If you want to say I'm multi gender attracted or pansexual, that's fine too. So it's just um, you can share as much or as little as you like. Um, And so contact Anthony Lekas, um, who's a bi person with the Victorian AIDS Council, anthony.lekas at vac.org.au. So let's have lots of bi people. I'd rather we just had lots of visibility myself where we had lots of individuals just doing the one-sentencing. Sure, tell your story is good too, but I just feel there's still this need for visibility, and it's already mounting up. Um, I've got to say there's um, all sorts of ways you can be tweeting and stuff um, and so for Bisexuality Day. We'll start mentioning those over the next few weeks. Um, also, a good story from a few weeks ago about a bi woman who wore her bi pride, Flag on her graduation robes. All sorts of ways to be visible in ways that work for you. Um, so, yes, that's Bent TV. Seahorse for trans people on um, this Saturday. Um, get in touch with Seahorse um, as well. And Chains for the Kingsters. And that just about gets us through. Um, an alphabet soup in ch- on Tuesday week. Get your bowl thereof in case they warm. Anyway, I'd better move out of here and make way for the fab crew from Freedom of Species talking all things Animale as they do. Um, next week on the show, we've got um, a guest is lined up, which is pretty damn exciting. Um, I'll be having a chat um, to um, the fab people from Girls Rock. They're back again. So yes, we'll get you in the mood with some uh, girly rocks. Michelle Parsons from her eponymous album. That's self-titled. What a big word. Um, and always look twice. Um, look to the left, look to the right, look to the right again or something like that in the words of Hector the Safety Cat. No, look twice before you leap. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch ya next week. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.